eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It's our preview. Saturdays, we do previews. I want to start this preview because we're not going to go long with Bears-Lions. But I wanted to start with something that I saw our friend Jason Leisure tweet yesterday that I I wanted to acknowledge this while I'm recording this. I'm recording this Saturday afternoon while I'm watching the Illini-Iowa game. And I thought it was interesting that yesterday he tweeted out, Bears linebacker Roquan Smith and right guard Alex Bars mispracticed today without an injury. And Coach Matt Nagy declined to comment when asked if it was related to coronavirus slash contact tracing. He then went on to to tweet, this is a major concern until we get clarity on Smith and Bars. Hopefully, for the sake of both players, this is nothing major, but every coronavirus outbreak story starts with one or two players missing practice, and it seems like Negi would have shot it down if that wasn't the issue. So, this could change the way that I look at this game if there's more to this but looking at the injury report on Friday yeah it was interesting to see a bunch of players not practicing and it not being injury related something to to, to keep an eye on hopefully like Jason said it's nothing and there's no problem here at all guys just have a stomach bug or whatever and everything's fine or guys are getting a Veterans Day off and everything's fine, although usually they tell you if a guy is getting a Veterans Day. And even now, that's reflected in the injury report. But it's just something to keep in mind. I didn't want to go ahead with this preview and not acknowledge that that at least was something that I was paying attention to. Now on to this game. I'm interested in this game for a lot of reasons mainly because it's my job. But I'm not going to X and O you to death today. I'm I'm really not. Like I'm I'm not even looking at like I was looking at a bunch of different sound bites from coaches and listening to Daryl Bevel and listening to Matt Nagy talk specifically about this game and 
there is one X and O thing that I do want to talk about, and you you probably know where I'm going with this. Where we've seen Mitch Trubisky have his best success as a quarterback has been against the Detroit Lions, and it's been the Detroit Lions who were led by Matt Patricia. That is no longer the case. Matt Patricia, Bob Quinn, the head coach, the general manager, have both been let go. Daryl Bevel is going to take over. He's going to be the head coach. He's more of an offensive guy than a defensive guy. The reason that Trubisky has had as much success as he's had against Patricia is because Patricia refused to play zone looks against Mitch. He is a man-to-man quarterback and a man-to-man quarterback who doesn't do blitzing. Like That's the kind of the weird thing, that they do man, but they also don't bring pressure. And if you give any quarterback worth a damn time to survey the field and find a matchup, a lot of times NFL wide receivers are going to win. Allen Robinson been winning. Anthony Miller usually finds his best games in games against the the Lions, and he and Trubisky hook up because he can meet he can beat man coverages. So that's my one question. Like my one strategic question is: Does Daryl Bevel follow the same script, or does he do something different? Are they more of a drop seven, drop eight team into coverage? against Mitch, which is where he's had his problems. And I'm not sure how you can't look at his history and say, we should do that because he can't play against that. But we'll see. When I threw the question to J.J. Stankovitz, he said he would expect that Bevel, because of the personnel that's been drafted to the Lions, and they've all been drafted to play in this Matt Patricia system, he would expect that they continue to play man. But he thinks that there's going to be more blitzing behind it. That would be an interesting turn to to see if there was going to be a difference in the way that the defense looked because you were trying to put pressure on Trubisky. You go back to that first game. Remember the first game? It was first game of the season. It was all weird. We were getting used to. Like, what? what is football in 2020 going to look like? And it was strange, but it was exhilarating. It was a fun game that came down to the end. The Bears won the game, but it wasn't without its own drama. And had DeAndre Swift held on to a ball, we may have known more about the Bears' deficiencies earlier in the season than what we learned about them. Kenny Galladay is not going to play. It doesn't look like he's going to play Sunday, and he makes a major difference in what the Lions do in their pass game. Honestly, he makes a major difference in whether or not they win or lose, as strange as that sounds. Stafford hasn't looked quite right. And, and on Thanksgiving, his numbers look okay, but, I mean, they were getting – they were getting embarrassed by the Texans on Thanksgiving. The last time that we saw these guys play, they were absolutely getting housed. There's still some talent there. He can still make some throws, but he has been fairly reckless over the last few games. And and even just watching him on Thanksgiving, you're like, wow, why is he taking those chances? Why is he holding on to the ball so long? 
He threw an interception for touchdown to a lineman in the Thursday game. And that offensive line of the Lions should be had. If you remember, the Bears didn't get any quarterback hits on Aaron Rodgers. They should be able to get some pressure and some hits on Matthew Stafford. And we'll find out. We'll find out how mad they are because Chuck Pagano is out here chastising people and yelling and he'll fight anybody that says that they gave up last week. We'll find out how motivated your guys are tomorrow. They should be able to eat. So let's see them eat. I want to try and give you the Detroit perspective. My colleague from our sister station in Detroit, 97 won the ticket, is Jeff Rieger. I love Rieger. Like, Rieger's hilarious. And we had a really long conversation about a lot of stuff, including the idea of Jim Harbaugh maybe taking over for the Lions and for the Bears. But the part that I want you to hear is the the one strategic thing that I wonder and whether or not you're going to see a better version of the Lions because Matt Patricia isn't there anymore. I do wonder about that. So if Patricia was there, I would say you guys win by two touchdowns. Trubisky goes out and it puts up a perfect quarterback rating and uh, throws for three touchdowns, kind of like he did in the first game when you guys came back from 17 down and Trubisky was awesome in the fourth quarter. But the fact that Bevel is now there, Patricia's gone, Mike Silver of NFL Network, he had this quote, and I'm paraphrasing, yesterday I saw this as a report. He said he talked to somebody in the organization that said the players stopped giving maximum effort, and now they're excited that the dictator is gone. And watch how well this team plays down the stretch. I think there's something to that. I think these guys hated Patricia so much. They were so miserable that you're going to see some form of a bump back. Offensively, you might get DeAndre Swift back, who's the Lions' best running back. And maybe you get Kenny Galladay back. Maybe all of a sudden that Patricia's gone, Galladay comes back and plays. If you get those two pieces, Stafford usually plays okay against Chicago. I, I, I think the Lions could win the football game. But then again, they are the Lions, and they have just a brutal defense. But again, now that Patricia's gone, maybe the defense plays better, and maybe you actually, I don't know, find a way to get to the quarterback. So I'm going to say it's going to be a close game, but I still probably pick Chicago in the end. What do you think? I am very much looking forward to seeing if Bevel is is smart enough to go and look at the film and go, Trubisky starting, let's play zone and see what happens. You know, like, I, I, I don't think, I honestly, Rieger, I don't think it's that hard, man. Like, I really don't. Like, I, I felt like Patricia was making it much harder than it had to be. And if you just look at what every other team has done against this guy since the middle part of 2018, the blueprint for beating the Bears with Trubisky as their quarterback is available. And then on defense, if Akeem Hicks isn't back in the middle for the Bears defense, They've given up an inordinate amount of, of explosive run plays this season. That opportunity will be there. And they got, they got ran over. And when you start hearing people talking about the concept of quitting and associating that with your team, that's not good. This is a team that, that is desperate right now, but I don't know if that even matters. So I'm, I'm actually kind of looking forward to it to see if, if the Lions don't Lions away an opportunity to win a game. I think it's interesting talking about the Bears maybe not giving maximum effort. You know, it, it's so funny. Like, I thought Nagy was the guy over there. When he won the division in his first year, 
I'm like, wow, there's another coach that comes in, wins his division, and he might be fired in the same year that Patricia's going to get fired. But there, there's this thing we believe here in, in Detroit, and you guys probably don't have it, know anything about curses. Of course you do. No. But, <laughs> <laughs> you guys know nothing about curses. On the right? Cubs flagship? <laughs> yeah, we don't know anything about it. <laughs> so, so there is – my wife is actually riding in the car with me. We're, we're going to run errands. She's making fun of how I'm laughing. It's always nice. It's always nice to have the support of my wife there. Thank you, Allison. Anyway, um, so there's this thing in Detroit. You've probably heard of it. It's called SOL, Same Old Lions. And I believe Same Old Lions is this, like, this cosmic force that always screws the team. And just when you think things are going well, SOL gets you. Or when you think things are going bad, SOL makes me even worse. The fact that you fired Quinn and Patricia, that the fan base finally got what they wanted, it would be so Lions-like to go on a little winning streak, to beat the Bears, to screw up their draft pick, to go beat the Packers, to beat the Bucks, to beat the Titans, to beat the Vikings, whatever the case is, and for them to say, well, Bevel did a great job. Daryl Bevel's our guy. You know what I mean? So, so I think Detroit has been rooting for the Lions to lose because they wanted Patricia and Quinn gone. Now that they got back, it wouldn't shock me if all of a sudden, because the Patricia thing is gone, they start playing better football. Because they're definitely more talented than they let on. But that being said, they don't have a whole lot of talent. But this, to me, seems like it could be a Detroit Lions win that would we look back in two years and say, wow, you ended up picking 13th instead of 8th. So that becomes a concern. I think even for Bears fans, I think that there are a lot of Bears fans that are just saying, look, you're on this five-game losing streak. Maybe it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if you just finished this season out with a whole bunch of losses. I still think that they can't be at that point yet. That they can't say, let's lose out so we can get a better draft pick. They have to look at it as, hey, if we win, we stop this losing streak and we get back to 500 and we're in the hunt. They'll be in the graphic. I think all of us know that things are as bad as, as they've been under Matt Nagy. And they were embarrassed on national TV. Does that resonate with them? Does that change the way that they look at this game? Organizationally, is there pressure on right now? Are George and Virginia McCaskey looking at whether or not you can have a rallying of the troops by Matt Nagy. And if they do lose, if the win streak go, losing streak goes to six and they lose to the Lions, you lose another division game, even like you shouldn't lose to the Lions at all. You shouldn't lose to a team that had to fire their coach because they're so bad. You lose to them. On top of the way that you lost to the Packers, I can't imagine that that's going to go over well. So like I said, I'm not going to inundate you with a ton of stuff today. I'm not going to go over offense versus defense. I gave you a little bit, but there's really no point until we see a better version of the Bears. So let's see see if we see a better version of the Bears tomorrow. Because if we don't, there could be consequences, and honestly, there should be consequences. Thanks for listening. Okay. 
Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.